The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to AI Growth Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to talk about how growth stage companies can leverage machine learning and artificial intelligence to spark expedited growth without breaking the bank. With us today is Eric Varden, who is the co-founder and CEO of Morpheo. Morpheo, a sponsor of the MarTech podcast, is an AI-centric technology platform designed to help humans ingest more data. Their technology enables growth stage companies to stay ahead of the pace of change and outperform their enterprise competitors by equipping them with the data, reporting, and insights they need to thrive in a continually involving landscape of modern marketing. So far this week, Eric and I have talked about the landscape for artificial intelligence being used by growth stage companies. And yesterday we talked about the importance of marketing security and anomaly detection to make sure that your campaigns are performing the way they should and how AI can equip you to do that. Today, we're going to talk about generating insights and reporting using artificial intelligence. Okay, here's the third installment of AI for Growth Week with Eric Varden from Morpheo. Eric, welcome back to AI for Growth Week on the MarTech Podcast. Love to be here. Day number three. Let's get into it. Hey, happy hump day. We're halfway through the week. So far, we've talked about the landscape and about making sure that you're protecting yourself using machines to make sure your campaigns are performing. But just making sure you're not screwing up doesn't drive growth. A lot of the data crunching that AI, machine learning are really good for is to help you understand the why. So talk to me about generating insights and how reporting has been changed through artificial intelligence. Absolutely. And it's a fundamental belief in our minds and something that myself and my co-founder both share is that reporting and data are like bananas, right? They go bad real fast. And I think the landscape, <laughs> sorry, I had to, had to use that one. That's a good one. No, I haven't heard that before. <laughs> the landscape of reporting, you know, is let me spend 15 or 20 hours on an individual report. Let me customize it for you. Let me send that over in an email and a beautiful PDF, et cetera. Let me piece together a couple of things in data studio. Either way, it's going to take too long and I'm going to send it to my boss or, you know, my client. They're going to get busy. They're going to need a couple of days to look at it. And by the time it's consumed, they ask a few questions. Oh, can you update the report? You not only have wasted 15, 20 hours, but the data itself is somewhat meaningless in terms of what you're trying to do. So 
that's sort of where we've all fell into from a reporting perspective. And we firmly believe that smartly correlated live data and the emphasis on an end user, a client again, or a boss or a team should be something that is reviewed live. It should be consumed and understood. And we should try to remove the hours of laborious reporting because there's a lot of better things for us to be able to spend our time on. Yesterday, we talked about marketing security and how making sure your campaigns are performing is important. It's also a huge time suck. Figuring out what you want your reports to say and manipulating them on a regular basis. Same thing. Obviously, having accurate reporting is incredibly important. Wasting all of your time to produce that reporting is a risk to the business. I had a conversation yesterday with my accountant, and we were talking about looking at the accounting software that I'm migrating to to understand cash flow and you know, equities and liabilities and all this stuff. And I said, I can't use this data because you update and reconcile my transactions on a monthly basis. The cash flow, for example, even in four days, has gone up and down by 30% in the first four days of this month. I need to go and look at the accurate source of data, not something that's four days old, even if it's only a couple of days. So talk to me about not just reporting setup and automation, but where is artificial intelligence able to make more accurate, more efficient, and faster reports? There's a long list of companies out there and great SaaS tools that are offering reporting. I think in terms of scoping your answer, it comes into the live data part to me means that it's more of a training, a social movement around putting the emphasis on that end reader to understand and consume what it is they're looking at and be accountable to also knowing what that information looks like. We've always been data studio fans. You know, obviously we have an integration for, for data studio with Morpheo because, you know, we don't end, plan to end all reporting issues. But I think the big thing for us is that majority of tools that are out there still need to be fed with accurate data. So that's a key component to getting accurate data is making sure that you have the data sources fed. Really where I see the artificial intelligence coming in and doing the manipulation is, great, now I have all the data in the right place. Wonderful. How do I figure out what the hell is happening with my business? When you're looking at multiple data sources, you know, I think of a couple different classes of tools that come out. You mentioned data studios, right? The ability to create reports and charts and analyze your data. I also think that, you know, the CDP industry where you're making sure that your data is all consolidated and reconciled is important. And then there is that third layer, the actual analysis. Talk to me about where of those three components, where does the AI solution make a difference for the growth stage companies? Yeah, I think it's not as much of a lag approach, which most of the tools are, where it is you're always looking at a historical gathering of what happened before. It not only needs to be live data, it needs to update, you know, obviously automatically, but it needs to be smart enough where it's looking for those markers of what should happen and or what you're expecting to happen. And so what that means is you need to be able to provide a brain or an engine or a starting point for what those goals or KPIs that your data is hoping to achieve. I think for the most part, those data points live in the brains of us as marketers. And it's up to us to correlate and translate that information. It's why we use reports. It's why we use reporting to be able to translate our value, as opposed to being able to translate that into machine learning or AI that can ultimately monitor in the same way that we think. I think there's a big division of the, again, the lag approach to reporting historically, 
and where we as marketers go when we're trying to solve problems. We'll wake up at three in the morning and thinking about a, maybe not everybody, but a solution to a, a cost per lead for an accountant or a firm or a consumer-based company, whoever it is that we're working for, we need our software to actually think like that for us. And I think that's the big piece of what we see now across AI and machine learning. The word that pops into my head is predictive, right? When we're looking at our lagging reporting, we're evaluating our historical campaigns, we're running our post-mortem analysis and trying to think about, well, here's what I can learn from what I've done. Artificial intelligence is more forward-looking. Talk to me about some of the ways you've seen growth stage companies build really good predictive reporting. It's one of those things where the best marketers that I have seen are looking for software that is going to think as strategically and as quickly as they can. It's going to be rules-based in a way where you're educating the system and the platform to be able to monitor for successes. And it's going to start to provide value in terms of the correlated reasons as to why. So it's not one singular view of what Facebook ads is telling me or Google ads is telling me. It's looking at all of my data. It's correlating decisions based on past inputs that I as the marketer have attributed. It's then going to look for me to guide it in terms of here's what we think is going on, starts to gauge if I am right or wrong and what is that threshold. And to me, that's the biggest differentiation is that it's not about the lag. It's not even about the real-time data. It's about that symbiotic relationship, again, of creativity and automation where marketers are able to think as they can on the fly and be able to educate the software as they go. And that is the sweet spot of what we all hope to find. So for artificial intelligence, when it comes to reporting, a lot of what you're doing is rules manipulation. And that's where the art comes into the practice, where you're working with your software, not just to produce reports, but to educate the computer on what type of data is interesting to you. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, we as marketers don't need reporting to tell us how we're performing. And pause on that for a minute. Is Who is the reporting for? How we ingest information, reporting is now the, you know, however many, again, back to my point of a long list of companies trying to solve reporting. It's actually the wrong way to look at it. We as marketers know when we're on pace. We know when we're meeting our clients or our own team's objectives. We're looking for software that actually removes our need to report traditionally and ultimately is going to allow us to make faster decisions in a predictive manner. Those are hard to find, and they're hard to find at a cost-effective price point because a lot of them spend time on manual or laborious processes back to reporting. And I think that we need to kind of separate those two. Give me an example of a cool report that somebody has used Morpheo to create. Talk to me about something that's next level as an example of how artificial intelligence can be beneficial in reporting. I had the same conversation with one of our founding customers who's been with us now for a little over a year. He came to us after two months and said, I love the fact that I can automate reporting for all of my clients. He's like, I know you guys aren't a reporting solution, but your ability for me to share my KPI snapshot, which was ultimately a dashboard in our system, and put that link in front of my clients, I never have to build a report ever again, but I can't use this. And I said, well, what do you mean you can't use this? He's like, well, I'm going to have to spend the better part of the next year educating my clients on why they're not getting a beautiful report in their email anymore and why they now have to bring up a dedicated link and look at that information when they want. And I said, that seems pretty easy to me. He's like, absolutely. But I can't spend time on trying to convince and move them in more of a social behavioral move 
into their own new way to work because they're so used to getting an email. And I said, well, are they looking at it? Do they see value in it? They're like, well, no, we'll meet every month and we'll actually go through the report. By then the data is useless anyway. So I'm choosing to use that as the answer because the automation is there. It's cost effective, whether it's our solution or others. The biggest movement is how we change expectations on the, I'll say, end user basis on how they're consuming that information. So that industry-wide as marketers, we actually collectively need to address together. That's not a solution that any tool is going to actually provide a solution for. It's more of a social movement. We're happy to help lead the charge. So my answer to you is, albeit long-winded, it's not about the technology for this one. This one actually is a movement of change. And so that's why we don't offer ourselves necessarily as a reporting solution. So more of a tangent. Look, marketers are notorious for spending as much time manipulating their reporting and hopefully not their data, but hey, it's happened, to make sure that they're showing the value of their work. And as the way that we're working and the pace of change is expedited, we need to start being more forward-looking. We need to start thinking about predictive analytics and understand what happened with the campaign and still do our retrospective, but also try to build more reporting that is looking forward-facing, not back-facing. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Eric Varden, CEO and co-founder of Morpheo, for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Eric and Morpheo's tips for using artificial intelligence to effectively expedite your growth, we're going to publish episodes every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we talk about expediting small business growth through AI. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Eric, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is HelpYourHumans, H-E-L-P-Y-O-U-R-H-U-M-A-N-S. Or you could visit his company's website, which is Morphio.ai, M-O-R-P-H-I-O.ai. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You could subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.